voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this August 11th, 2022. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm McMattawa. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, African wildlife parks face climate and infrastructure threats, all on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. David Atkins will be in with the Metroplankton weather forecast. Current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 82 degrees. And now on to our top story. A hostage standoff in which a gunman demanded a, B- a Beirut bank let him withdraw his trap savings ended with the man's surrender, and the bank handed over a reported $35,000 to his brother. Authorities say 42-year-old Bassam al-Sheikh Hussein entered a bank ba- branch in Beirut today with a shotgun and a canister of gasoline and threatened to set himself on fire unless he was allowed to take out his money. None of the hostages were injured. Canada, Canada arguably has the world's most permissive enthusiasm rules, uh, euthanization rules. But human rights advocates say those regulations devalue the lives of disabled people. They say that regulations also are prompting doctors and health workers to suggest the procedure to these to those who might not otherwise consider it. Families say that has led to disturbing conversations and controversial deaths. Current law allows people with serious disabilities to choose to be killed in the absence of any other medical issue. Next year, Canada is set to allow people to be killed exclusively for mental health reasons. Some critics say the system warrants further scrutiny. Africa's national parks, home to thousands of wildlife species such as lions, elephants, and buffaloes, are increasingly threatened by f- from below-average rainfall and new infrastructure projects, stressing habitats and the species that rely on them. A prolonged drought in much of the continent's east, exacerbated by climate change and large-scale developments, including oil drilling and livestock grazing, are hampering conservation efforts in protected areas. Several environmental experts say the parks not 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 only protect flora and fauna, but also act as natural carbon sinks, storing carbon dioxide emitted into the air and reducing the effects of global warming. McDonald's will begin reopening some of its restaurants in Ukraine in the coming months. The burger giant closed its Ukrainian restaurants after Russia's invasion nearly six months ago, but has continued to pay its more than 10,000 employees in the country. McDonald's said today that it plans to gradually begin reopening some restaurants in the capital, Kiev, in western Ukraine, where other companies are doing businesses further from the fighting. McDonald's has 109 restaurants in Ukraine, but didn't say how many would reopen, when that would happen, or which locations would be first. McDonald's has sold its 850 restaurants in Russia. The number of Americans who signed up for unemployment benefits rose last week to the highest level since November, though the U.S. job market continues to show signs of strength. Applications for jobless aid climbed by 14,000 to 262,000 and now have risen five out of the last six weeks, the Labor Department reported today. The four-week average for claims, which smooths out weekly ups and downs, rose by 4,500 to 252,000, also the highest since November. Unemployment applications are a proxy for layoffs and are often seen as an early indicator of where the job market is headed. Coming up. Renters may also be eligible for flood disaster assistance. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. 
when Marshall Athletics plays for championships. Once again, your final score, 73-62. Heard advances to the Conference USA Championship game for the first time ever. He fires one in. It's going around and right back up the middle. Williamson throws to first base in time. Out number three, Marshall is your 2013 Conference USA Tournament champion. And the cheerleaders come out to join the herd as well because Marshall wins its first ever Conference USA football title. 26-23, buzzer goes off and the herd is victorious. 81-79 as the thundering herd comes away with the come from behind victory in round one of the Women's Basketball Invitational Tournament. WMUL 88.1 FM brings the action to you. Oh, Daddy, 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 can I really choose any doggy that I want? You sure can, Peanut. Oh, look at that one, Daddy. He's cool. You're darn right, little girl. I'm the essence of cool. I enjoy long walks in the rain and the occasional bash. Plus, I love to be rubbed behind my ear. Wolf, baby, wolf. He's a little too big for our house, sweetheart. Let's see what else they have. How about him? He's really happy. Oh, 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 oh. pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. Please, 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 please pick me. I'm very cute. Cute, cute, cute little doggy. I can do lots of tricks. Watch this. It's a He's really yiffy, Daddy. I don't know if I want him. That's fine, kiddo. How about her? Oh, darling, you are so terribly adorable. We would have such an amazing time doing each other's nails. Oh, Daddy, she's beautiful. I want to take her home with me right now. Dogs and cats with a variety of personalities are available for adoption at the Cabell Wayne Animal Shelter. That's why I've got my little buddy here. That's right, that's right. You can help some of my furry friends by listening to this message of hope from WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Haley Manon. And I'm Nick Matalo. David Roach will be the next West Virginia Superintendent of Schools. The State Board of Education selected Roach as superintendent yesterday. Roach has been executive director of the State School Building Authority since 2018. He succeeds W. Clayton Birch, who has been the permanent state superintendent since 2020 and has served in different roles at the Education Department for 15 years. The board yesterday also approved Birch's request to move to the position of superintendent of the West Virginia Schools for the Deaf and Blind. Federal assistance is available for renters whose homes and property were damaged by recent floods in eastern Kentucky. The Federal Emergency Management Agency said individual assistance is available to renters as well as homeowners and can help pay for temporary housing. Eligible counties are Breathitt, Clay, Floyd, Knott, Leslie, Letcher, McGoffin, Martin, Owsley, Perry, Pike, and Whitley. Uninsured essential property, personal property loses and other disaster-related expenses may also fall under the agency's other needs assistance program for renters. Expenses include the replacement or repair of furniture, clothing, tools, primary vehicles, medical, moving, and storage. Two men have been indicted on numerous charges stemming from a shooting that wounded nine people outside a Cincinnati bar last weekend. 29-year-old Diablo McCoats faces 16 counts of felonious assault and a single weapons charge, while 34-year-old Jarvis Barnes faces seven counts of felonious assault and a weapons count. The indictments were handed up today. Both men have faced several decades in prison if convicted on all counts according to Hamilton County Prosecutor Joseph Dieters. 
The shootings took place early Sunday in the city's Over the Rhyme district, a popular nightlife area. Dieters has said the two shooters fired at each other because of a, quote, beef, unquote. All nine shooting victims were treated at a hospital and then released. Authorities say an armed man approaching the FBI's Cincinnati office fled after being confronted and exchanged gunfire in a standoff with law enforcement. Officials say the man was wearing body armor and exchanged the gunfire on a highway. Authorities have closed Interstate 71 in both directions and locked down a mile radius near the interstate. They urge residents and business owners to lock doors and stay inside. The episode came a day after the FBI director warned against threats circulating online against agents and the Justice Department in the wake of the agency's search of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. The mysterious death of a high school athlete who spent days helping his fellow Eastern Kentuckians clean up from flooding has added another layer of grief to the tragedy. Yesterday, Aaron Mike Crawford was counted as the 38th person to die as a result of the Appalachian flooding. Perry County Sheriff Joe Engel says the death is a crushing loss. The last time Engel communicated with Crawford, the 18-year-old asked where he could help flood victims. For three days, the football player and wrestler assisted in the flood cleanup before suddenly falling ill. He died last week. Coming up next, umbrella swept by wind kills woman at South Carolina Beach. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. You have a CD for any mood. You've got everything from rainy day jazz to pure existential angst. You've got CDs to dance to, boogie to, shimmy to, mosh to, and totally rock out to. You've got rock, rap, pop, alt pop, sub pop, hip hop, jazz, blues, country, metal, punk, and some stuff they don't even have a name for yet. But do you have a first aid kit? You have the things that make you happy. Get the things that make you prepared. An all-hazards emergency preparedness kit can help. Ready kits are available at your local retailer. Learn more at ready.gov. G'day, mates. My name is Dango Mick, and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus, and its void has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. Crocky! There it is now, and it's attacking another radio station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies. It'll be all right. It's only nature. Are you training for a marathon or something? I heard if you lose lots of weight, you can prevent diabetes. Get real. You don't have to knock yourself out to prevent diabetes. Take small steps. Talk to your health care provider. Losing a small amount of weight by being active 30 minutes, five days a week, and eating healthier can prevent diabetes. For more information, call 1-800-438-5383 and ask for Get Real, a message from the Department of Health and Human Services National Diabetes Education Program. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Haley Manon. And I'm Nick Matawa. Authorities are working to determine the cause of a house explosion in a southern Indiana neighborhood that killed three people and left another person hospitalized. The explosion yesterday afternoon in Evansville damaged 39 homes. Fire Chief Mike McConnelly told reporters that crews completed a secondary surge this morning of buildings that had been left unstable by the explosion, and no more victims were found. He says 11 of the damaged homes were uninhabitable 
and finding a cause is expected to be, quote, very tedious, unquote. In likely process, Conley says injuries to the fourth victim were considered life-threatening. Evansville is located along Indiana's border with Kentucky in the blast left debris sh- uh, strewn over a 100-foot radius. A judge has declared a mistrial in a dispute over partial liability for fl- for Flint, Michigan, lead contaminated water. The jury couldn't reach a verdict after hearing months of evidence against two engineering firms, Vela North America and Lockwood, Andrews and Newman. The firms were accused of not do- doing long enough to get Flint to treat the highly cor- corrosive water or to urge a return to a regional water supplier. After hearing months of evidence, the jury began de- deliberations last month. Flint's water became contaminated in 2014-2015 because water pulled from the Flint River wasn't treated to reduce the corrosive effect on lead pipes. Viola and Land said bad decisions by the state and local officials caused the crisis in the majority black city. Authorities say a beachgoer was killed after a loose beach umbrella impaled her in the chest. The Horry County Coroner's Office says 63-year-old Tammy Pellerut was hit by the umbrella around 12.30 p.m. yesterday at a Garden City beach. She died about an hour later at the hospital from chest trauma. Beach umbrellas have a spiked end to help push them into the sand, and their wide canopy allows them to get caught up in strong wind if they're not anchored properly. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission estimates about 3,000 people are injured by beach umbrellas every year. Organizations in Alaska have gotten creative in trying to help voters understand how to cast their ballot in the state's first-ranked voting election on August 16th. Those efforts have included mock elections featuring drag performers and videos detailing how the system works. Leaders of various outreach efforts see their work as critical to getting voters comfortable with ranked voting and to help avoid a large number of ballots being thrown out because they were incorrectly cast. The first ranked voting election under a suite of election changes approved by Alaska voters in 2020 will be the August 16th special U.S. House election featuring Republican Sarah Paulin and Nick Balich and Democrat Mary Patola. A Virginia man has been sentenced to nearly 12 years in prison on federal bank robbery charges in a case that tested the constitutionality of broad search warrants that use Google location history to identify people near the scene of a crime. Ocala Centres was sentenced yesterday in the 2019 robbery of the Call Federal Credit Union in Melothian. A judge ruled in March that the warrant violated the constitutional protection against unreasonable searches by gathering the location history of 19 cell phones near the bank at the time of the robbery, without having any evidence that their owners had anything to do with the crime. But the judge denied Citrus's motion to suppress the evidence produced by the warrant. Coming up next, Big Climate Bill. Spending green bucks to boost green energy. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Buckeye Field, Columbus, Ohio, Thundering Herd, and the 24th ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Here in Raleigh, North Carolina, at Coke Field at Dale Park. At the UK Soccer Complex in the heart of bluegrass country, Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome back to Houston, Texas, the site of the 2008 Conference USA Softball Tournament. WMUL-FM, Huntington. 
Hey man, you dropped something. That's okay, it's just trash anyway. Actually, it's not okay. It's littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What are some other ways I can help out on campus? Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Think green and be Marshall Green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Haley Manon. And I'm Nick Amadawa. Gas prices have fallen from the record highs they reached earlier this summer, but they're still higher than a year ago. And with inflation driving up the cost of pretty much everything else, finding the funds to cover your commute may be increasingly tricky. Whether you drive, take the bus, or ride the subway, you're likely being affected by inflation. More than 76% of Americans commute by car. The national average price of a gallon of regular unleaded was $3.99 uh, today, much lower than in recent months, but still higher than $3.19 a year ago. Congress is poised to pass a transformative climate change fighting bill. Friday's vote would be the first major climate package in the U.S. and would include close to $375 billion in spending. Most of the bill is aimed at infusions of cash, subsidies, and tax breaks to make green energy eventually so cheap it's nearly irresistible. It would slice U.S. carbon emissions by about 40 percent. This compromise bill comes 34 years after Congress was warned that climate change was a serious threat. Since then, there have been 308 weather disasters that each cost $1 billion. Landfills are releasing large amounts of planet-warming methane gas into the atmosphere from the decomposition of waste and are significant contributors to such emissions in urban areas. A study suggests scientists used satellite data from Delhi and Mumbai and India, Lahore and Pakistan and Buenos Aires and Argentina, and identified specific locations in each city that persistently emit high methane levels, all of which were landfills. The city's overall methane emissions from the sources were 1.4 to 2.6 times higher than previous estimates. The study published in Science Advances yesterday is aimed at helping local governments carry out targeted efforts to limit global warmings by pinpointing specific sites of major concern. Prices at the wholesale level fell from June to July, the first month-to-month drop in more than two years, and a sign that some of the U.S. economy's inflationary pressures cooled last month. Today's report from the Labor Department showed that the Producer Price Index, which measures inflation before it reaches consumers, declined 0.5% in July. It was the first monthly drop since April of 2020 and was down from a sharp 1% increase from May to June. The easing of wholesale inflation suggests that consumers could get some relief from relentless inflation in the coming months. China has renewed its threat to attack Taiwan following almost a week of war games near the island. Amid international condemnation and stinging rebuke from the self-governing democracy's government, Chinese Foreign Minister spokesperson Wang Wibin today said Taiwan's, quote, Collusion with external forces to seek independence and provocation will only accelerate their own demise and push Taiwan into the abyss of disaster, unquote. China's attempt at intimidation was prompted by a visit to the island by U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The U.S., Japan, and allies have announced the exercises yesterday. Britain's government summoned Chinese Ambassador Zhang Shuang to the Foreign Office to demand an explanation of, quote, Beijing's aggressive and wide-ranging escalation against Taiwan, unquote. And coming up, 
David Adkins will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and updates on the Russian-Ukraine war. Stay with us. Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well... I get kinda tired of hearing that same old music MUL's got real variety From jazz and blues to rock and progressive 88.1's the place to be I'm at WMUL Marshall University So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab and you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue from the company envelopes, he's not going to sniff them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines, and don't be surprised when he does, and oh, hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his 80s haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user, or if you'd like to become one, call 1-800-662-HELP. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm David Atkins, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Today you will find it to be a partly sunny 82 degrees. The temperature will drop to a low of 62 degrees throughout the night around 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. The temperature will then rise throughout the day before reaching a high of 78 around 3 p.m. The temperature will then drop throughout the night until it reaches a low of 58 around 6 a.m. Saturday before shooting up toward a high of 78 around 5 p.m. Today in weather history, today in 1940, a major hurricane struck Savannah, Georgia and Charleston, South Carolina, causing the worst inland flood since 1607. Thank you, weather4u.com, for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a partly sunny 82 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm David Atkins. Thank you, David. Now into Russia and Ukraine news. Western countries have agreed to continue long-term funding to help Ukraine's military keep fighting, nearly five and a half months after Russia invaded its neighbor. They send 1.5 billion euros, or 1.5 billion dollars, has been pledged so far, and more is coming. Denmark's defense minister said the money included donations by the UK, Denmark, and Norway. Iceland said it would assist efforts with the demining in Ukraine, and the one-day conference today in Copenhagen was attended by 26 countries. British Defense Secretary Ben Wallace said the meeting proved that Russian President Vladimir Putin's belief that the West would lose its willingness to support Ukraine, quote, has failed, unquote. Norway's defense minister said it was imperative, quote, for Ukraine to be able to defend itself against the Russian attack, unquote. The United Nations chief is calling for an immediate end to all military activity around Europe's largest nuclear power plant in southeastern Ukraine, warning that any damage could lead to, quote, catastrophic consequences, unquote, in the region and beyond. Russian and Ukrainian officials have repeatedly accused each other of shelling the Zaporizhia plant. Secretary General Antonio Guterres issued the statement ahead of a U.N. Security Council meeting this afternoon, called by Russia to discuss what Moscow claims were Ukrainian attacks on the plant. U.N. Nuclear Chief Rafael Grossi, who will brief the council, warned last week the situation there is, quote, out of control, unquote. 
A court in Russia has ordered a former state TV journalist placed under house arrest for nearly two months on charges of spreading false information about Russia's armed forces. Marina Osipenkova was charged for holding up a banner that said, quote, Russian President Vladimir Putin is a killer, as soldiers or fascists and 352 children have been killed in Ukraine. How many more children should die for you to stop, unquote. If convicted, she may face up to 10 years in prison under a new law that penalizes statements against the military. In the courtroom today, Ovosenkova held up a poster saying, quote, let the murdered children come to you in your dreams at night, unquote. Latvia's parliament has declared Russia a, quote, state sponsor of terrorism, unquote, for attacks on civilians during the war in Ukraine and has urged other countries to follow suit. Lawmakers today adopted a strongly worded statement that accuses Moscow of using, quote, suffering and intimidation as tools in its attempts to demoralize the Ukrainian people and armed forces and paralyze the functioning of the state, unquote. The statement says Latvia's parliament, quote, recognizes Russia's violence against civilians in pursuit of political aims as terrorism and recognizes Russia as a state of sponsor of terrorism, unquote. It says Russian forces are deliberately targeting Ukrainian civilians. 67 lawmakers in the 100-seat assembly voted in favor of adopting the statement and 16 abstained. Coming up next, Golden Girls-themed bistro opens up in Beverly Hills. Stay tuned. I want my Broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL-FM, Huntington. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. And finally today on News Center 88, they call him El Jefe. At least 12 years old and his crossing of the heavily guarded U.S.-Mexico border has sparked celebrations on both sides. A coalition of conservation groups say El Jefe, or the boss, is one of the oldest known jaguars in the region and one of few known to have crossed the border partly lined by a wall to stop traffickers and migrants. The assessment is based on photos taken over the years. Jaguars can be identified by their spots, which serve as a kind of unique fingerprint. Want to go back to the 1980s? Fans of the Golden Girls can step back into time by stepping into a Beverly Hills bistro devoted to the 1980s sitcom. A pop-up eatery called the Golden Girls Kitchen has been getting lots of customers within the first month of bookings already filled. The restaurant opened July 30th, which the internet has declared National Golden Girls Day. There are plans to bring the Golden Girls pop-up bistro to New York, Chicago, San Francisco, and Miami. Metallica 
Mariah Carey, and the Jonas Brothers will be headline a free concert in New York Central Park to mark the 10th anniversary of the Global Citizen Festival on September 24th. There will also be a concert that day in Accra, Ghana, featuring Usher, SZA, and Her. But Global Citizen CEO Hugh Evans says the event will be less a celebration and more of a call to action to immediately address numerous crises, including the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and the war in Ukraine. Together, the group estimates those issues could push 200 million more people into extreme poverty by the end of November. And that does it for this summer edition of New Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nick Madawa, Zane Bowles, David Atkins, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Haley Mannon, and your thought of the day is, don't worry about the world coming to an end today. It is already tomorrow in Australia. Charles Scholes. I still remember writing words down, trying to get them all out of my mouth. Big 